Welcome to this edition of When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine, a discussion of sustainable living and what that means to you and me. I am Jay Warmke. All right. And I'm Annie Warmke. You certainly are. And today we're going to talk about changing the world, I guess, part two, or I went to the revolution, but I couldn't find a parking space. Now, I know I heard that, and that's like song lyrics or some famous saying. I looked it up on the internet to see who said it. I could not find it anywhere. Not a Joni Mitchell thing? No, that's like paved paradise. But it was, I know it's something about I went to the revolution. Maybe it was Abby Hoffman said it or Bob Dylan, one of those guys. Anyway, basically the whole point of it is I want to change the world, but I don't want to be inconvenienced, right? That's kind of the whole purpose of it. And guess what? Changing the world is probably going to inconvenience you. Well, I mean, it's more than inconvenience. It's like you used to say to me when I would get really discouraged because people were being so cruel and you would say, well, you know, you're winning because they're pushing back. Right. And if you don't push people off their comfort zone, even just the slightest bit, nothing, nothing changes because human beings are like puppy dogs. They just like that consistency and that just everything being the same. It's comforting for some folks. Well, we, we had a show a few weeks ago where we talked about the things that don't work, you know, yes, people say, right. write a letter to the editor. Well, good luck or with that. Or, or talk to your Congress, call your yeah, Congress yeah, yeah. person, or even, you know, this is my personal uh, sort of thing of, of people want to go out and protest. We see a lot of these protests march. We're going to get a hundred thousand people and we're going to wave signs and we're going to get those politicians to hear our voice. And I'm thinking they don't care. They, no. they they really don't care. They you could have a million people, yeah. two million people. It doesn't matter. So. But but there is a place for that. But it shouldn't be because you're going to change somebody right. else's you mind can create, because they can, don't care. You can create a sense of community, a sense of purpose, a sense right. of organization, or even support for yourself. All, all of those things are important. But if you really think that your senator is going to look out the window and go, oh, look, people are upset. I think I better do something my, different. My senator is in another universe, so I don't even think he speaks the same language yeah. as, as I do. Okay, so we won't so go back into- So there's the whole show. Yeah, we won't go back into what doesn't work. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Well, so, but I do want to start with the idea that you've got to worry about your own life and who you are. And if you're not clear about that, that's where people end up in trouble because they get- to thinking that it's all about them and it's not all about you. Uh, it's, so be so. the change you want to see in the world. Well, right? yeah, I think, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be able to advocate for yourself. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to have a certain sense of, uh, what I'm doing is important to me personally. And that's the reason I'm doing it. And I, I often say that when I, right have gotten awards and things. No, you don't understand. I didn't do that. So you would recognize me. I did it because I had to. Right. And so. and there is a certain amount of truth to the world will get out of the way for a person who knows where they're going. You know, well, if, I wish if, that was true because I've known <laughs> where I was going a lot and people were like uh -huh. in the way. But I think also we have to learn, you know, we have to be adults. Uh, I don't know any other way to say it because we take a lot of things personally. Uh, especially when people do things like call your names and it's like, what? That's who does that? What, what, what grade are you in? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's just, well, we see that a lot so in it, the media now. Oh yeah. They, calling people names, you know, liberal or commie you know, or made me think Nazi, of my, uh, whatever. one of my uh, ex's father's uh, 
who used to just try his best to come up with anything he could say that was hateful to just make people just really want to get under the bed and hide. So, mm -hmm. but I think the other side of that is that we also have to be good at doing a couple of other things for ourselves. And then I'm going to talk about uh, other things, but one is that we've got to have some goals. You know, right. we can't go around saying, uh, I'm going to change the world. And, uh, you have to say, I'm going to change the world by doing X, Y, and Z, not I'm just going to do it. It's like, yeah. oh, I said I was going to do it. So now it's happened. You know, so, it doesn't happen so that way. So this is very much like uh, what I call that when when you say, okay, I need the goals to be specific. I need to have a time frame attached to it. Uh, right. All of those things about yeah, time planning. is project and time management yeah, of your own life. And and also, you if you really want to change things for yourself or the world, um, and you're going to put yourself out there to do it. You have to, have to, have to surround yourself, even if it's one person. And we talked about this in that, that episode as well. So these are the keys to moving forward. Surround yourself with a person who does what? Is oh, supportive? Is supportive, that mm -hmm. knows stuff you don't know. Uh, like they like to say, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Um, find people that believe in something that you believe in. Uh, because those people are going to impact your mood. They're going to impact your actions. They're going to be, they're going to give you ideas and suggestions and encourage you, um, or discourage you because you're going the wrong way. Well, I could see that being very important because, you know, when you're, when you're going against the norms or, or drawing attention to yourself in any way, whether you're trying to change the world or not. There are people who just love to then snipe just at you, your, tear you, you down. down. Yeah. And and that can be so debilitating unless you have, as you said, a support structure there who's going to keep going. Don't worry about it, man. You know, you're on the right track, you know, because you're constantly going to be questioning whether whether you're effective, whether you're right. If everyone's telling you you're wrong, maybe, maybe you start thinking, well, maybe yeah. I am wrong. Well, you know. or if you have people who say justify why you're doing this, that's a powerful, well, important thing too. Where, oh, sure, but in a in a productive in a nice way. way. That's not, right. Not, not, how can you listen, justify what you're you doing? Listen, you ding dong. You yeah. know, no. So, yeah. and then I think the other thing is we have to put ourselves out there. We've got to go to gatherings. Uh, you know, that if you want to start a business around a social issue, go to a social entrepreneur meeting or conference or uh, go to, go to anything where you might find people that would be interested at some level as the same in the same things you are, and that you could actually learn things from that group. And if you don't know who it is, then go to something that's of interest to you and ask people, start the conversation about what you're interested in. And you might want to practice that before you go so that you don't get all sort of nervous and and not be able to ask the right questions but people will know people and this is what we always say you know you want a job then tell everybody you've ever known including your parents and their friends i need a job and this is what i'm looking for that's who you start with so start with a gathering any gathering even if it's your church a faith community um the dog walkers at the park it so, doesn't matter just so you're saying if you want to change the world start 
where you are yeah. and start with those people you know. Yes. And if right. you don't, then you're just going to have to start over again. Yeah. And then you expand out that that grasp, you know, basically because because you're going to move out geographically or, yeah. or perhaps uh, through virtual media. And then you're going to start coming in contact with people outside of your normal circle and, and it builds well, that that's way the and next it builds step. that way. So the next step mm -hmm. is that you really need to be mindful about your media, social media and general media consumption, because there's so much that is not true. And so let's say you decide you want to work on an issue and, um, and you're gathering information to give a talk, or you want to just be able to talk uh, you know, in a, in a, a gathering, uh, you better be sure, first of all, that you're feeding your brain the right information. So, you know, don't go to Fox news. So that's what I'll say. Just as an example. Yes. Right? Well, that's the one that's in the news constantly for, you know, not just not telling the truth, but out and out making it up. But it doesn't even have to be an organized venue no, like it, that. We have yeah. lots on the internet. Well, some there. religious groups, you know, or non. You know, I mean, we're now with the world of virtual um, AI, uh, where you you right. can hear somebody who you know that's their voice, but it's right. not really them saying it. There are going to be videos more and more of people, famous and not famous who are going to be manipulated through this. So I guess that it becomes this, this cautionary tale through this of basically right. question, question everything. Right. And I think that's just a really valuable thing in life is to always ask those questions of what does that mean? Or how does that work? Or does it make sense? Yeah. You know, and, there's a lot well, of what's that. the science, you know, sometimes the science is the lie, but uh, again, I think you, so many people are just so caught up in social media and all the selfie stuff and, you know, that, that stuff has a place, but use it to your advantage. Don't be consumed by it. Well, there's also an, uh, a tendency to want, you know, there's confirmation bias. I already believe a thing. So when I hear something yeah. that reinforces that, then I am going to more readily accept that than if I hear something that is uh, contrary to what I already right. believe. That's me. Yes, that is definitely because you. Because I want, I feel so ostracized. Especially around around the weather, where if you think the weather's <laughs> going to be bad, then suddenly you see a report where we're going to get ninety-seven that inches not, of rain. That, so know? that's not the most dangerous thing. <laughs> no, but, it's not. But I no. can be a person because I have spent a lot of my life outside of what other people might consider to be normal in my, in my thinking of, you know, pushing back against the system and stuff. Uh, I want, I want to hear that somebody agrees with me. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and well, I, I think this is, I don't know if this follows in your thing about changing the world, but one thing I learned in managing people over the years is oftentimes if you have a difficult person, it's very it's very tempting to want to dismiss that difficult person because they're annoying to deal with or whatever. But somewhere along the line, I started realizing oftentimes it's the difficult people that have, they have a point. Now, whether I disagree with You're it or not. about me? No, no. Well, you could be considered <laughs> by many a difficult person, not in this household. But anyway... <laughs> But I'm, I'm just good thinking save, about the one save. person in the group who, yes, when they start talking, right. everybody rolls their eyes. Well, they didn't you know. just draw that out of thin air. And I, I right. am a person that if, if you are giving me a hard time or you're 
finding a lot of negativity around what I'm doing. I'm going to weigh that. I'm going to take that apart and weigh it because there's a piece in there that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And I want to then think, you know, I don't care. Or I want to say, I'm going to deal with that. So I do think that's valuable. But I'm mostly concerned about the fact that people do and say things that lead those of us who want to make change down the wrong path, like saying, oh, write a letter to your congressman. You know, right. that would be an example of that sort of don't don't follow what people are telling you. And that that brings us to the thing about make education a conscious cycle in your life, reading things that are important, that impact your your work, uh, that impact you personally, um, like health issues and things. There's sure. so much information about health and um, and what makes life happy, you know, where we get these pictures that we're supposed to have four people in our family and we got to live in a certain house and we got to drive a certain car. And, you know, you got to walk away from that and educate yourself about what the value of the decisions you make in life. Sure. Well, I'm always amazed with people who, who sort of consider as soon as they get out of school, their education is over. And, and I think most people who are thriving understand that kind of school is just the way you learn how to learn and and education actually belie- begins once you graduate you know i mean you you now go out there and start learning what's real in quotes as opposed to what you have been spoon-fed yeah um you know so so i think i think uh high school especially just teaches you how to survive an institutionalized environment <laughs> you know i didn't do well with that either <laughs> right. so okay I, well before you get on to okay. the next thing let me just remind everybody you are listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine with Jay and the difficult person, Annie Warmke, <laughs> reminding you it is indeed the end of the world as we know it. And thank God. Thank God. I okay. just want to point out, I'm I'm being really agreeable today. You are. You are definitely. So <laughs> so we're trying to see, okay, how, how do we create effective change, I think is perhaps a better term than than changing well, the world. Effective. Well, th- that's what we're really talking about is that we're saying that there are things in everybody's life that w- say, I want to change that. And, and I always say that's about making good trouble. It's saying we, we can't go like this. We can't do this this way. Um, it's not okay. It's not healthy or whatever the reason that could be you personally, it could be your family. It could be where you work your faith community. It could be a lot of things. But I think the one of the things that I see that just uh, often just shocks me is how people interact in the workplace and how that is such a great opportunity to do small acts of kindness and support for people or lead. There are lots of opportunities to lead Things like, hey, let's have a party for somebody's birthday, or these are opportunities to practice your skills, but also being nice to people. Genuinely, if there is a problem, working, trying to work it out or giving compliments to people. These mm-hmm. are all small, small acts of, of kindness and support with people that you probably spend more time with than you do your own family or your dogs, you know. It, it it just makes no sense to me that people are trying to run over everybody and, you know, undo their good works and things like that. Cause you have to live with those people. So anyway, and they may be really useful uh, down the line. I know um, one of the people that I have worked with 
um, in the government that I thought really didn't like me. Uh, I like to tell this story, although she denies it, but she told me in one of our first interactions, now, Annie, you have to cooperate and do what we tell you to do because you have a reputation for breaking the rules. And I said, yeah, but I don't want to go to federal prison. So, and she said, I don't either. And I wouldn't have, I'd have to go with you. So anyway, but then skip down the road about four or five years. And I was in a meeting with a lot of state officials and she was there. And, um, and there was some controversy over the fact that they called me a lady. And I said, no, I'm a woman, I'm a farmer, and I want to be addressed as such. And, um, and I thought, oh, boy, that's it. But at the end of the meeting, she gave me money to rent the space I needed for a conference. And so you just don't know. I, being kind to people, being nice to people, it mm-hmm. always pays off. Well, okay. And, and I guess one of the things that occurred to me as you're talking through here, and when we talk about changing, we've had this discussion many times, it, it's almost impossible to make someone else do something or change their perspective or whatever. Um, you can change your own perspective yeah. and demonstrate those behaviors. And I think perhaps more importantly, you can change how you react to the outside world, you know, to this outside stimulus. So if you want to live in a happier world, well then be happier, you know, I mean, maybe not happy, but calmer or more appropriate in your approach, like saying hello to people when you're walking down the street or at the grocery store, or when someone says, have a nice day saying, and you as well, you know, I'm shocked at the look on people's faces when I say that particular phrase, which I learned from one of our interns. I used to say, oh yes, and you know, uh, you know, it's the same to you or whatever, but there's something about that phrase that brings people a smile. And you as well, you mean? Yeah. Just, it yeah, sounds very just, formal. It sounds like, yeah. uh, you know, very British. But it know? makes people look up and I, uh-huh. and I tried it out a few times and I saw every time I got the same reaction. So then I know there's an exchange between us and mm-hmm. that's valuable. So I think that's really important. Well, and we, for example, and again, you can change your life. You can change the world in very simple ways. Like one of our interns who was very, very shy heading off to, uh, to school. And I just suggested that he go every single (laughs) class and walk up to another student in that class and just say, hi, you know, uh, give him your name. I won't embarrass Nicholas by saying his (laughs) name and, and you just say, yeah, you know, how you doing? Um, you know, I'm, I'm this person, um, yeah, you know. and then he came back and told you how many people he had done that with. And yeah. then, then we saw him a year later <clears throat> and it was really funny because it was like, he had really changed his whole persona. He had a whole, girlfriend too. Yeah. Ooh, he baby. never had a girlfriend. <laughs> so yeah. And she's, See? she looked, she was his equal, honestly. She was, uh, uh you know, very so, athletic and Yeah. And but smart. I mean, I, I certainly understand when I was younger, I was, I was very timid and shy in that. And especially when it came to speaking in public and, and I think something that helped me was I came to realize that everyone listening wanted me to do a good job. They didn't want me to fail. So, so they're already rooting for me because they don't want to waste their time. They're there. They don't want to waste their time. Well, they don't want you to um, do badly because then they have to sit. Yeah. They, it's awkward for them. It's a, it's unnerving yeah. for them. So, so that's kind of, I mean, take that attitude in life, right? Everybody yeah. who interacts with you wants that to be a pleasant experience. 
I mean, obviously there's well, sociopaths I I and psychopaths sort of out there. Well, I would disagree to that. I think an awful lot of people want to feel one well, up. But, but take that attitude. Take the attitude that well, everyone yes, you introduce, in, that you interact with, wants it to be a pleasant experience for them. So therefore, you know, I mean, well, that will change yeah, your life. There's a lot to be said about that because I know from our own experience at Blue Rock Station where the expectation is you will be kind. You will be at peace. You, you know, you have to read a sign to come in the gate. And it says those things. It says, this is a place of peace and you don't yell at people and, or the animals and all that kind of thing. So we start with, we made the rules right off. You got to be a nice mm -hmm. person. It's... You got to care about what happens here while you're here. When you go back out, if you don't want to care again, get say la vie. So, so one of the things that we did after Mr. Trump got elected and lots of our former interns were practically hysterical was have a meeting and, uh, and they came to, uh, to, for a weekend to talk to us about what it was their expectations, what are their expectations? Cause they were feeling completely out of control. And, um, and we talked about a lot of things that they could do, uh, to feel hopeful and then, um, and then at one point I, I said, um, you know, you should have a potluck at your house. And they all looked at me like I'd slapped them. I said, no, I'm dead serious because that's the one thing you always loved here is everybody eating together every day, people coming with food, trying new foods. Food is a language. It's a love language. You know, whoever made food with hate in their heart, probably nobody wanted to eat it. And, um, and they said, oh, we couldn't do that. Every one of them said we couldn't do that. You know why? Because their friends would think they were weird. There you go. Yeah. So basically the secret to changing the world is to be weird. I like it. It works. <laughs> well, it works sounds like you. a, uh, it sounds like a bumper sticker, right? <laughs> be weird, change the world. You yeah. Know? But if you want to meet new people, I mean, this is one of the things that's worked super well for us all of the years that we've been together is it's basically me saying, Oh, we met these people or we met this person. Let's invite everybody for Thanksgiving or for a meal or for your birthday or whatever. And so we did it in Europe when nobody spoke English and everybody came and uh, it just works. It just absolutely works. And it erases barriers The food, especially erases barriers. And, um, and you can meet new people. You can try them out that way. You don't have to be sure. sitting across from them at a meeting or, uh, and maybe there are people at work you'd like to know better. This isn't about a date. This is about friendship and it's very cool way to make things happen in a really, um, not too self-conscious kind of way. So, well, there's a saying, and I was trying to remember sort of how it goes, but basically the gist of it is it is entirely reasonable to try and continue on with things as they exist. So therefore all change in the world is, is made possible by unreasonable people. You know, it's like, it, it's, if you want change to take place, you have to be outside the norms. You have to be unreasonable. You have to be weird. Wait, but unreasonable could be try inviting your friends for. Oh, sure, you would be the different saying one. Saying hello to people. Well, like when we lived in France and you invited all the neighbors to a cat ho ho housewarming party, 
when, was the, when the cats arrived and and the uh, banking people and you found out store. you were supposed to serve food so you served what, what popcorn and and no no uh, no tacos? I, I had um, to make from scratch mexican food and they nobody had ever had it and they loved it so they and they also said oh we love this idea of the cat how is this something everyone in america yeah does, how often know? does this happen in america so, and we laughed and we said never yeah we should have just said yes this is quite normal <laughs> In yeah. fact, in fact, the 17th of March every year is cat housewarming day. <laughs> so, and I do think that they thought we were, well, they just, you know, when you travel, you represent everybody that's in your country. So, so mm -hmm. we became the nicest people and they loved us and it was very cool. But anyway, so another thing is, you know, put yourself out there, take part in a protest, take part in some kind of action where you have to stand up with other people or make a sign and put it in your car or, but mm -hmm. be an advocate for the change that you're wanting to see. And if you're not willing to do that, then you should just sit home and read a book. So then the value of these protests is not in changing someone else's no. mind, but in changing your it own perspective. It is a practice for standing up for yourself and for others. It's a practice of of being that weird person you're just talking about, where it's not weird at all to say this is wrong and we have to make it right. But how? What about those of us who were raised in in a family, which prided itself on not drawing attention to yourself? You know, to me, well, you can growing choose up, to be miserable or not. I know it was like it was like do not, do not rock the boat. I think a lot of people we see this in dynamics of groups, yeah. right? Everybody snips behind behind That's the right, scenes, the thing. but mm -hmm. the person who stands up and says this is what's going on, suddenly all the focus looks on on them, and I think people fear that 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 if I stand up and say I feel this way, I think things are not right, I think things should change that suddenly the anger everybody feels about that situation will be directed towards you. Yeah, I just think people want change, but they don't want to suffer the cost of the change. And and one of the ways that happens is when somebody tells the truth, and that's what you're talking about, to tell the truth is um, is a difficult thing. And I know, I know it, it's just the way it is. Anyway, so I think another thing, which we say this a lot, and that is listen to young people. They have answers. They have solutions. And, we, and, and also listen to the quietest person in the room. Often when I am in a meeting, if I'm leading, even if I'm not, I might speak up. But if there is somebody who never talked, before the end of that meeting, I'm going to ask them to... Um, to what they think. So I, before we run out of time, I just want to say, if you own a business, um, if you want to start a nonprofit, there are all kinds of things out there you can do. And uh, check out uh, Corp B, Corporation B. B, if, B Corps. Oh, B Corps, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also you can go online and everything you could ever want to know about being a nonprofit, uh, an NGO as they call it, uh, you can find those things. And, um, and that's really important. And then also local, 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 this is where real revolution can happen because it happens in your neighborhood. It happens at the, well, at the base of and, everything. And everything national begins as local. Yes. Right. So, yes. so I think that's, that's a good point. Yes. And don't be afraid to speak up and support your local journalists because we need them. That's where this, 
that's where a lot of these stories that unearth things and help people begin at a very local level, often with people who are not even professional journalists. Okay. Well, speaking of local and speaking of professional and speaking of, uh, <laughs> uh, of, of impactful, we want to thank our Emmy award-winning producer, oh, yeah. Adam Rich, yeah. for bringing right. this, making this possible. You've been listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine with Jay and the locally uh, always present Annie Warmke. We want to thank you for spending just a little bit of time with us. And as your grandmother hopefully told you, the secret to a happy and sustainable life is... Play nice with others, clean up your own mess, and be an agitator. All right. Till next time. Bye-bye. You can find more information on living sustainably in our unsustainable world at blueRockstation.com. Blue